What's up, everyone from all around the world, including Canada, USA, Long Island, plus the five boroughs of Brooklyn, Bronx, Manhattan, Staten Island, and Queens. I'm here to guide and help you about Anchor. Anchor is a free hosting site and phone app, which is owned by Spotify. It's the easiest, awesome way to make a podcast. Why are you wasting your money paying for a hosting site to promote your podcast with limited storages? Forget about it. Let me break it down to you. There's creation tools that allow you to record, edit, monetize, add music, intros, music outros, especially distribute your podcast to streaming platforms, uploading episodes with limited storages of your podcast right from your phones, computers, laptops, and tablets. You can make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. Plus, you get paid some money in your pocket from sponsorships. Excellent. These are the keys you need to make a podcast, including the listeners supporting your show. That way, you can listen to the episodes of my show, Off the Meat Rack Chain's New York podcast. The unfiltered comedy entertainment show about the stories mixed with entertainment news, music, real life segments, and much more. Now. Where can you find, follow, and listen to the show, you ask? You can follow the podcast on Facebook and Instagram, all in one word, off the Meat Rat Chains New York podcast. Alongside with my other show, Meticulous Vibe Juice podcast, and my primary handle, G Money Stacks 555 in Queens, New York. Now, the streaming platforms goes like this we are on Anchor. Audio Burst, Breaker, Podorama, Listen Notes, Spotify, Stitcher, Deezer, Podchaser, Pocket Cast, Podcast Addict, Player FM, TuneIn, Reason FM. We are on Podfriend, Podorama, Google Podcasts, Amazon Music, iHeartRadio, and YouTube. If you have a dream of creating and becoming a podcaster like myself and individual friends that is co-hosting with me, go download the free Anchor app or you can check out anchor.fm to get started. Take advantage of the opportunity that's thrown in your face. If I could do it and reach success, so can you. I'm G Money Stacks. Thank you for listening. Let's go.
Yo, good evening, USA, Canada, worldwide. Strong Island, aka Long Island, plus the five spots of Brooklyn, Bronx, Manhattan, Staten Island, and Queens. I'm your man, G Money Stacks, aka the Greginator, YouTuber, creator, host with the most, misunderstood, lonely nomad, unstoppable independent podcaster, and rookie podcaster of Queens, New York. And you're rocking with the 172nd episode of Off the Meat Rack Chains New York podcast. That's right, folks. 172. Live and direct from StreamYard alongside with um, YouTube and the Instagram live feed of the podcast show page on Instagram. Make sure you follow the podcast on Instagram as well as turn on your notifications for details of when each episode is going to be dropping. And a little quick reminder, the audio episodes are going to be dropped on Mondays, Wednesdays, and Fridays, all right? Same schedule as it was months ago. So there you go right there. And, of course, if you missed any previous episodes whatsoever, don't worry. I got you. In the meantime, you can go to the YouTube channel page, G Money Stacks 555. Grab that subscribe button. And also click on the Noni Noni bell so you can be reminded when the show goes in the air via live stream, uh, when when the show's going to be um, recorded live on the YouTube channel page. And, and of course, the new and previous episodes that's already uploaded to the YouTube channel page. Make sure you catch up on those episodes. And, of course, and, of course, um... Leave a like and a comment along with the episodes and topics. And um and yeah, I will actually um I will actually cut to the chase. I will actually make sure that you um get caught up on where you can listen to the episodes at the end of the show. So I got y'all. Now I want to start off with a little thing that I like to call a little mental check-in, man, real quick. All right. Yes. Now, as far as how I'm feeling mentally, physically, and spiritually, you ask. Now, in case you may not know, I was a little vulnerable two days ago when I had a homeboy of mine who basically, you know, who basically um was uh, was on the show, um, former co-host of mine actually, um. One of the toughest, one of the one of the difficult questions that I was asked, as far as like you know where, where the, it was remaining about TikTok, and I, and I keep and I, keep telling the guy, I'm not really a, like I'm not really a TikTok person, and I did explain about, um my my what my why's my house and when's as far as like you know me starting a podcast and i and i actually said this numerous numerous times that i started the podcast to give people relief from the stressful um days of work um projects um all 
all that stuff you could just name it though man um and you know as i was saying to him i look at it as therapy and keeping a journal that's pretty much what i look at it i look at it as keeping a journal that's what it reminds me of and um i actually wanted to i wanted to do this because of all the like for two years in a row we all been um fatigued and mentally isolated from one another and it's just it's been taking a toll out of me and i figured i addressed this because you know it's been kind of hard for me to hang out with people nowadays i mean with the whole fucking monkey pox shit and other stuff that's going on so um which i will touch on the monkey pox shit in a future episode hope i don't know when exactly but um but stay tuned um now as far as physically and spiritually um physically i'm okay spiritually it's getting better um it's a day day by day process you know what i'm saying so so yeah that was your um your mental health check-in segment right here and now that i actually got that out the way let's go to the new york mass transit files here um so here we go today's story in in the um metro news of new york city um, it has to do with congest- congestion pricing, as I actually previously talked about, but there's more to congestion pricing. So here it is. All right. Um, now, before I even do that, hold on. Let me just give a shout out to um, to um, to Pussy Talks podcast. Uh, thank you for joining and 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 looking at the live stream. If you have any have any questions any comments of the topics that's going to be discussed feel free to jump into the comments session and i will actually um i will actually take a look at your comments while i'm recording this new york podcast right here all right so what's happening here is this mayor eric adams tapped transport workers union international president john samuelson for a state board that will come up with tolls and exemptions for New York City's um, congestion pricing program. The labor leader will join five members chosen by Governor Kathy Hochul for the so-called Traffic Mobility Review Board to to devise the future charges for drivers entering Manhattan below 60th Street. John Samuelson is a champion of safe, reliable public transit, and he shares my commitment to get in congestion pricing done so we can invest in mass transit and reduce traffic, Mayor Adams said in a, in a statement. Um, the TMRB will be tasked with recommending tolls, discounts, and exemptions for the nation's first congestion pricing scheme to charge motorists heading into Manhattan's business district to fund transit upgrades. Hoka's five nominees announced by the 
Metropolitan Transportation Authority last week were predominantly representatives of the city's real estate and business interests. And Samuelson said he will be a voice for workers on the panel. My appointment to the TMRB is in historic recognition by Mayor, Mayor Adams of the importance of MTA workers as the second biggest stakeholder in our nation's largest transportation system, he said in a statement. Workers will now have a voice in the impl implement implementation, excuse me, of this important plan. Samuelson also sits on the MTA board as a non-voting member, and he was previously in talks with City Hall to become a voting member of the transit board. He represents more than 150,000 members in the airline, railroad, transit, universities, utilities, and service sectors, and was sworn in as TWU's international president in 2017. Give me a minute. <clears throat> um, the, Brook the Brooklyn Knight was previously the president of TWU Local 100 in New York City, the union's largest local, which represents the majority of the city's subway and bus workers. The state-long delayed congestion pricing inched forward last week as MTA Chief General Lever announced that the agency will release an environmental assessment on or about August 10th after months of back back and forth with the Federal Highway Administration. The agency will hold six hearings about the review later this month between August 25th through the 31st. Um, the charge is expected to bring in $1 billion a year against the MTA, against which the MCA plans to bond $15 billion to help fund its $55 billion plan, uh, capital plan rather, to modernize the aging subway system. Transit officials expect to get final federal approval for the plan later this week, this year and start collecting tolls at the end of 2023 or in early 2024. I am going to pose a question for you new yorkers out there who's been hearing about the congestion pricing and how it may and how it may affect you you know what i'm saying so um i know there's some mixed feelings about it so i'm gonna pose that question after i get off the air um and um yeah so i got you on on that one right there now um another transit news that i need to talk about here is let me just look for it let me just look for it <clears throat> let me just look for it though hold on hold on shoot Give me one second. Oh, the COVID, stick, COVID stickers. Yes. That's what I was looking for. <clears throat> That's what I was looking for. Um, 
Okay, hold on a minute here. There we go. Another transit, 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 Metro New York City news, of course. <clears throat> and this is according to amnewyork.com. Yes. Um, haven't seen the yellow posters in the subway telling you to wear a mask. That's because the MTA has started taking down its slandemic era signs. AM New York Metro has learned. The, the omnipresent notice became a part of the city's landscape during the COVID-19 crisis over the last two years, but transit officials de decided to remove them from platform walls and inside trains last month. Masks are still required on mass transit in New York, and the MTA will continue to feature the messaging on its 7,500 digital screens and remind strap hangers of the rule via automatic announcements every 10 minutes on platforms and on board by train crews, according to an agency spokesperson. <clears throat> Paper mask reminders were removed last month to create space for um, multilingual information messaging about fair discount programs, said Dave Stecco in a statement Thursday. The simple and playful designs of the masking initiative joined New Yorkers on their commutes and included guides on how to wear um, the covering properly. MTA workers and volunteers also regularly donned similarly themed yellow shirts when they did their regular so-called mass force campaign, handing out free coverings to riders at stations. Subway trains are now once again filled with paid advertisement, which brings in a healthy amount of cash for the agency. The MTA earned more than $135.2 million in advertising revenues in 2021, up from $77.7 million in 2020 during the early days of the slamdemic, according to agency board documents. The change hasn't hit every single train car yet in the sprawling subway system, and AM New York Metro spotted an F train still boasting the signature posters in Long Island City, Queens on Thursday. New York State's mass mandate remains in effect for mass transit, and Governor Kathy Hochul this week says she intends to keep her COVID measures in place for now. We're not changing our policies at this time. She told, she told reporters during an unrelated press conference Tuesday, you still want um, everyone to wear a mask on their public transportation, on the trains, and on subways. Compliance with the rarely enforced transit mask rule has slipped steadily since city and state officials began lifting requirements for the coverings as well as vaccines in other public settings like restaurants and entertainment venues. The MTA stopped collecting and publishing regular, regular data on the number of people donning a face cover covering back in April when nearly a quarter of all subway riders had no mask on down from 90% from the rules a year before.
The agency also lifted its in-house weekly testing requirement last month for employees who refused to get the COVID-19 vaccine with MTA chairperson and CEO General Lee saying during the agency's monthly board meeting on June 29th that the decision came as we move into this last phase of the slandemic, hopefully. COVID-19 infection and hospitalization rates have climbed again in recent weeks, driven by the highly contagious BA5 subvariant of Omicron, um, which I actually discussed in um, episode 171, which will be post, which will be dropped today. Um, so, um, yeah. So, all right, now we go to, we go to chatting with the jazz right now. And the first story we are going to get into has to do with a woman has to do with a woman. And unfortunately, and unfortunately, this isn't this isn't a good one. Um, okay. All right, so this is according to the print dot in New New Delhi, India, July 14th. Never mind. Um, did you ever think that holding infarcts could land you in the hospital? A Brazilian influencer landed in the hospital for holding her, holding in her farts. A Brazilian, oh boy. A Brazilian influencer, um, Vibetube, landed in the wheelchair at a Portuguese airport after she experienced pain from holding in her farts. As crazy and weird as it may sound it's true oh boy twenty-one year old Vitu whose real name is Victoria um Victoria de Feliz Morez was with her boyfriend Eliza at the Brock in Rio Lisboa 2022 music festival in Portugal when she started feeling pain. According to the New York Post, the influencer was too shy and embarrassed to pass gas in front of her boyfriend. The influencer took to Instagram and posted a video on her story in which she was seen being pushed in a wheelchair and tagged um, Brazilian singer Polka, who had been in a hospital who has been hospitalized, excuse me, with trapped gas earlier this year. She wrote like mother, like daughter. And at the airport, I started to feel horrible pain and I was even attended in a wheelchair and it was gas. <laughs> oh shit. And Polka responded by sending well wishes to, to the influencer and added farting is serious. Polka Polka's real name is um Vivian D um the Quiros um Pereira. In March this year, Polka revealed that she had to be rushed to the hospital at 5 30 in the morning 
after experiencing severe abdominal, abdominal pain. She added it happened because she would not fart in front of her boyfriend and often hold, hold it in. Sheesh. <laughs> Damn. Damn. That, that. <laughs> Damn, that's crazy, man. Um, according to New York, New York Post, trap gas is not fatal and can be mistaken for something more serious. This is ridiculous. Oh my gosh. Oh my gosh. I'm sorry for I'm sorry for laughing, but this is crazy. I mean, that's what the bathroom is for. That's what the bathroom is for. You mean to tell me? I mean, okay, it's one thing to be embarrassed about, um, about you know, f- releasing the stink bomb in front of your um boyfriend by farting, and it, <laughs> yeah, I bet you he'll be embarrassed too. But you know, that's what the bathroom is for, man. You know what I'm saying? Like, you just go to the bathroom, man. That's that's all you need to do. That's plain and simple, man. It's not that hard, man. Like seriously, it's not that hard. Um, <laughs> oh man, that's crazy, man. Um, all right. Um, I do want to get to this one topic that I didn't get a chance to discuss, which is. Hang on a minute. Let me just find it. Let me just find it, though. There is... Hold on. Wait a minute here. There it is. Um, I didn't get a chance to discuss um, uh, World Oceans Day. Now... For those of you who may not know what that is, I'm going to fill you in. And this is from oceanliteracy.unesco.org slash World Ocean Day. The ocean covers more than 70% of Earth's surface and being the largest ecosystem on our planet. It functions as a life support system for all its inhabitants. The idea for a World Ocean Day was pr- proposed for the first time by Canada at the Earth Summit that took place in Rio de Janeiro in 1992. Its aim would be celebrating our world's ocean and our personal connection to the sea, as well as raising awareness on, on the essential role it plays in our lives and the overall health of the environment. World Ocean Day has since been celebrated by many countries around the world. It was then officially recognized by the United Nations in 2008. After that, the number of countries and organizations who take part in World Ocean Day is growing each year in recognition of the essential role the ocean plays for the sustainability of our future. Sustainability. Let's discover all the details you need to know about World Ocean Day 2022. In this article, you'll find out about the date, the themes of this year's celebration, the activities that will take place both online and in real life, 
and some interesting facts and figures about World Ocean Day. So World Ocean Day um, took place on June 8th, 2022. In fact, June 8th is the fixed day for the celebration, and it stays the same year after year, so you can save it on your calendar. The, the celebration will be worldwide and with many in-person and online events, lectures, and activities if you want to do something for the ocean, though uh, ocean now, though you do not have to wait. There are a lot of action and events throughout the year. What um what will be the theme of 2022? The theme, the 2022 theme of the World Ocean Day is revitalization. Collective action for the ocean, sh shedding light on the community's ideas and solutions that are working together to protect and revitalize the ocean and everything it sustains. The United Nations Division hosts the celebration for ocean affairs and the law of the sea, ocean, excuse me, Office of Legal Affairs, and it is produced in partnership with nonprofit Oce Oceanic global the focus of the event will be safeguarding our ocean its ecosystems and biodiversity and building climate change resiliency we need to conserve our wonderful marine resources for the future generations um previous years themes here's a list of themes addressed in the previous years you find a lot of resources online if you want to dig deeper into them um <clears throat> Hold on. Uh yeah. Who is this? Yeah, one black face born to overstand. I see y'all. Uh, um 2021, the ocean life and livelihoods. 2020, 2020 innovation for for a sustainable ocean. Um 2019 gender and the ocean. 2018 clean our ocean 2017 our oceans our future what are the activities of course this year's event is the first hybrid celebration in the history of world ocean day this means it will be hosted in person at the un um new york headquarters and broadcasted live around the globe all the activities have the objective of developing a, a global movement of people for the ocean um all right so this is more like a this is more like a recap um you know what i'm saying it aims at mobilizing and and you and and um uniting the population to work on a project for the sustainable management of the planet's oceans online events the online talks and lectures held at the NYUN headquarters will be broadcasted live over the all over the world. Tune in if you want to listen to thought leaders, celebrities, experts, and members of this community discuss the most recent topics related to our oceans to inspire, solve problems, and ignite collaborative change. Of course, there's been a concert. Um, so a celebratory concert will be held at the end of World Ocean Day featuring world-renowned artists. Uh, this year, the concert will take place in person in NYC and broadcasted live. Of course, you don't want to miss that. Photo competition. 
um Ellen um Ellen Coy Coilerts Ellen Coilerts and a jury of global globally recognized artists and personalities will create the UN World Ocean Day photo competition, which is a great opportunity for photographers to show the beauty of our oceans and raise awareness on the techniques and solutions adopted all over the world for its revitalization and care. All year-round events. World Ocean Day happens on June 8th, but that is not the only day you can dedicate to the ocean and the incredible role it plays in our lives. There are plenty of events that you can take part in throughout the year to support this cause. Of course, here's a list of events from the World Ocean Day website. You can attend lectures, sign petitions, participate in local cleanups, and even organize your own event dedicated to our blue planet. And of course, uh, and of course, um, get involved and share your passion with your friends, family, and community. Together, we will make a difference. Um, so who is the initiator of World Ocean Day? Okay, as mentioned above, World Ocean Day was um, first proposed in 1992 during the United Nations Conference on Environment and Development at the urgent of Canadian. Then it was essential to institute a day to raise awareness about the benefits humankind and the whole planet derived from the ocean um you might want to add mankind to to that shit too um the proposal was inspired by an event that took place that day oceans day at global forum the blue planet its organizer was the oceans institute of canada supported by the canadian government and the speaker who suggested it was Judith Swan, an internationally respected figure in the marine low sector and executive director of the Oceans Institute of Canada. Many countries started celebrating it, and in 2008, the United States, excuse me, the United Nations General Assembly officially recognized it and started celebrating from 2009 on June 8th why it's important to celebrate a celebration of the importance of the ocean for all life on earth is one of the best ways to engage with the community and spread the word about what can be done to solve the issues we are facing of course here are some of the reasons you should care about the ocean and celebrate it every year on the 8th of june the ocean contains 94 percent of all the planet's wildlife nowadays however it is polluted and marine debris can harm animals causing suffocation entanglement uh laceration no not to be no not the fucking um entanglement of will and jada so that's not that <laughs> yeah uh lacerations infections and internal injuries furthermore floating um plastic and other um items help transport invasive species which leads to threats for marine ecosystems the ocean generate more than half the oxygen we breathe on land tiny plants that live on the ocean surface produce roughly 50 to 80 percent of the oceans no excuse me the planet's oxygen through photosynthesis 
The water is also what we call a carbon sink, which means that it absorbs more CO2 than it releases. The ocean re regulates the climate on a global scale. Taking action to save our ocean is therefore of the utmost importance if we want to reduce the impact of climate change and build a more sustainable future. Um, um, ocean pollution also harms human beings. Carcinogenic microplastics have entered the food chain and toxic contaminants pose a serious health hazard. Um, okay. What you can do to support World Ocean Day. Of course, World Ocean Day is a global event aimed at celebrating our oceans and their importance in our lives. But there are plenty of activities that can be carried um, out and promoted locally to support ocean life around our course. Reduce your use of plastic items, especially disposable ones. You can switch from single-use plastic bags to reusable ones or stop using disposable plastic cups, um, plates, cut cutlery, and bottles. Um, bring your own. Also avoid useless plastic wrappings and buy food and cleaning products in bulk. Reduce your carbon footprint. Um, CO2 makes our ocean more and more acidic, which contributes to the loss of corals and the destruction of marine ecosystems. You can reduce your footprint by riding a bike instead of driving, saving energy or becoming vegan. And not for every, it's not for every, being vegan is not for everybody. Um, <laughs> um, yes, industrial farming release, um, releases human amounts of CO2 and methane CO2. Take part in or organize local cleanups. You can volunteer to spend a day with friends actually cleaning up the ocean. It is hard work, but it is, it is essential to do it to prevent debris from entering the waterways and getting all the way to the oceans. Okay. Um, um, all right. So this is, uh, that was interesting. Um, okay. Let me see. Let me see what the hell this is. Give me one second. Yeah. Of course, that's... Yeah. All right. Okay. Let's get to the next topic. Next topic has to do with... Um, I'm going to save the best for last, though. So, um, we're going to get into the Super Bowl halftime um, show that got nominated for Emmys. Yes. Let's get into this right now. Um All right. So, what we have here is um Okay. Um 
Okay, wait. Here we go. <clears throat> All right. All right, what we have here is this. The 2022 Emmy Awards um, nomination, nominations arrived, recognizing hip-hop's greatest talents. Dr. Dre, Eminem, Snoop Dogg, Mary J. Blige, Kendrick Lamar, and 50 Cent starred in the Pepsi's Super Bowl 55 halftime extravaganza performance that has received five nods. Um... Dre is one is the one who called us all to be part of this movement, and it's an honor because we love and respect him so much. Um, the, the queen of R&B gushed with t- USA Today on the plans of their halftime show. You get that call, and you're like, what do you want me to do? And I'm there. And it gives you, and he gives you, and if he gives you two or three minutes of Super Bowl time, wow. Um, MJB added, um, I appreciate the offer, and I've earned the right to be anywhere that that amazing. I'm going to be a team player and let them know thank you for recognizing my talents. They'll be competing in the Emmy categories of outstanding sound mixing for a series or special category outstanding directing for a variety special outstanding variety special live outstanding music direction and outstanding production design for a variety special along with dr dre kanye west also earned his first time nomination for his three-part documentary um um for his documentary which he worked on as an executive producer. Um, Genius is an intimate and revealing portrait of Kanye West's experience, showcasing both his formative days trying to break through and his life today as a global brand and artist. Um, Rapper and actor um, Donald Glover, a.k.a. Childish Gambino, was also nominated for Outstanding Lead Actor in a Comedy Series for Atlanta, which, by the way, is the season four will be the last and final season um, of the show. Um, the Emmys are set to air on ABC on September 12th at 8 p.m. Um, so, um, so, listen um, let's see. Yeah. So mark your calendars for so mark your calendars for um September the twelfth at eight p.m. for the Emmys on ABC. There you go. Up next, um, we have. Up next, we have um, Lupe Fiasco. All right. So, according to HipHopDX.com, um, 
Lupe Fiasco is celebrating the 15th anniversary of his sophomore album, The Cool, by announcing a, sh a short North American tour. The Chicago rapper is set to perform the 2007 project from front to back in September and October across five concerts, putting on shows in New York, Washington, D.C., Boston, San Francisco, a.k.a. the Yay area, and Los Angeles, California. The announcement follows Lupe taking his debut album, Food and Liquor, on a 15th anniversary tour in 2021. Pre-sales go on sale at 10 a.m. local time on Wednesday, July 27th, which passed already. Go ahead to Lupe's um, website to purchase your tickets, and you don't want to miss a beat. So... Um, the Cool officially turns 15 years old on December 18th. The album de debuted at number 15 on the Billboard 200 chart, um, selling 143,407 copies in its first week and was certified gold by the Recording Industry Association of America in 2018. Lupe Fiasco reflected on The Cool during a recent interview with Billboard, which where he talked about the amount of records sold and being nominated for Best Rap Album at the 2009 Grammy Awards. He said in, in quote, I dodged the sophomore jinx, he said in June. That was the whole goal. It's probably going to wind up being my first platinum album. I've never had a platinum album, and I've sold millions of singles. There was no rush, but it's looking like the cool is a few thousand albums from going platinum 15 years later. That's the next milestone and the one commercial thing that can really put the stamp on it, and I'll have the plaque to prove it. He continued, hopefully, um, we can we can do a few more shows and things like this where new generations get introduced to the record and we can push a few more albums to get over that platinum mark. And then that would be like, yeah, we done. We got the Grammy nods, critical acclaim, people's life-changing stories, impacted impact it had for a certain generation of hip-hop and now let's see if we can get the platinum plaque the cool can go retire um yeah all right so let's make some noise for lupe fiasco in the 15th anniversary of his debut album Up next, our next topic um, has to do with the freshman cipher. All right, so, um, and this is according to Double XL Mag. During the 2022 Double XL freshman shoot in Atlanta this past May, selected artists were tasked with stepping up to the plate and leaving no crumbs behind by the time everything said was said and done. The quad of Kali um, Kochai's <laughs> baby face Ray 
and baby tron did just that in the cypher fusing for a track strong enough to go platinum the layered artists prove here that the only time they fold is when it comes to the dead presidents in their pockets really really <laughs> the beat is laced by multi-platinum selling producer wheezy out of here <laughs> oh shit offering his usual brand of romantic trap the grammy award-winning talent utilizes a combination of um chordophone and woodwind instruments for the melody along with a turbulent drum kit to match additionally the foundation best described by the viral clip of future saying sensational is of course equipped with the with his standout producer tag which came from an old studio session with pluto and young thug thanks to george's own cali things couldn't have gotten off to a better start talking greasy she uses an array of flows to detail her player mentality when it comes to having prospects and authentic motion in the rap game niggas only hard to they homeboys niggas only hard to that weak ass bitch flashing them guns in the video uh, and don't even know how to load up a switch i ain't even having no sneaky link because a nigga gonna brag on the shit she spits next is florida owns conchise um who's typically known for his high-pitched um delivery zippy cadences and carefree bars that precede his lively ad-libs um he puts all of the of those on display here and no ad-libs is a little different ad-libs is a little different from um autotunes folks so just to let you know it's not the same thing as the melody stuff so it's not the same thing um Keeping things fun and truly going off the top, he raps about being in the presence of his day ones and recruiting people's girlfriends to keep them company. Okay, excuse me. Got your shorty, she Lucy. <laughs> she Lucy. I slapped on her booty. She showed me the boobies. And all of my niggas, we get, we get in some cootie. No cuties, not cooties, excuse me. Okay, he rhymes. <laughs> I didn't mean to say cooties, folks. I did not mean to say that. <laughs> I didn't mean to say that shit, man. But anyway, man. Third up is the respected Detroit rhymer Babyface Ray, prevailing with his signature conversational flow, face flexes about staying true to himself from an infant despite always having special qualities he expresses that nowadays he has on tap flexing face your baby um face her baby drive her crazy new mercedes hugging 
me good the new 580 blue 500 done made 500 just called me the greatest from nothing to something now i'm trying to stun her like wheezy and the baby <laughs> rounding things out is another michigan native baby tron what is with everybody in in the nickname baby baby the baby little baby i'm like listen this is crazy um he opts out to go um capella emphasizing his caption worthy bars about being a savage hearted hustler who gets to the bag by any means while also being quick to put his enemies in one play with us or one of mine's be done left y'all why are you playing once it's up you can't press pause sign it to the blues get to running like the hedgehog catch him in a off white tee get him xed off he raps wow <laughs> wow wow <laughs> oh shit <laughs> oh shit that's that's funny man um all right let's see how much time we got here all right we good um all right we good we good we good um up next um yeah um up next um i forgot to mention this story actually well, nah. Actually, no. I didn't forget. Um, Beastie Boys. Okay. So what we got here is the Beastie Boys. Um, all right. So this is Icon Vision. Icon. Icon V. Sick. Secon, never mind, never mind, never mind. Um, anyway, um, at long last, a long lingering dream of Beastie Boys fans is now a reality. The Beastie Boys Square Street code naming request was officially passed by the New York City Council on July 14, 2022. Beastie Boys Square at the corner of Rivington Street and Ludlow Street in the Lower East Side, Manhattan. Efforts are to recognize the iconic group location and the cover of the Beastie Boys landmark second album, 1989's Paul's Boutique. The street sign honors Beastie Boys who are native New Yorkers who brought the world New York spirit in their own way and were inducted into the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame in 2012. Of course, of course, street sign installation and dedication will be announced at a later date. The man behind the movement, Leroy McCarthy, founder and president of the Brooklyn-based entertainment company, um, Heterodox Incorporated, independently started the campaign for NYC to formally honor hip-hop arts and culture citywide in 2013. McCarthy stated in a 2014 resolution, the Beastie Boys were established in July 1981 as part of the Lower East Side's CB, CBGB punk music scene and frequently played in that venue. In 1984, 
the Beastie Boys were the first white and the first Jewish hip hop group signed to Jeff Def Jam Records, where they played a significant early role breaking down racial barriers in 1980s. Music between rock and hip hop, uh, which is white audience and black and Latino audience, which is, which in turn led to a greater cultural um, understanding and historic reduction in the racial divide between the groups, according to the book and 2013 um, VH1 miniseries, The Tanning of America, forthcoming the dedication of Beastie Boys Square, Riverton Street and Ludwell Street um, to be determined. Um, in quote, in a statement, since 2013, it has been a long road to get to Beastie Boys Square. However, if the Beastie Boys have taught one thing, it is you have to fight for what you have to fight for the right to party. Uh, Leroy McCarthy to date, hetero heterodox incorporated has been successful with street names for. Malik Fife Dog, Taylor Way in Queens, Wu-Tang Clan District in Staten Island, and Christopher Notorious B.I.G. Wallace Way in Brooklyn. Elsewhere, Sylvia Robson Place in Inglewood, New Jersey, and Avenue of the Roots in Philly. Among other successes, Heterodox Incorporated has worked with Senator Chuck Schumer on the resolution uh august 11th hip-hop celebration hip-hop celebration day and august hip-hop recognition month which was passed unanimously in the u.s senate in 2021 and now pending in congress under the leadership of congressman jamal bowman um of course for those of you who may not know who lee lord mccarthy is He's the founder and president of the Brooklyn-based entertainment company Heterodox Incorporated, for which he has written, directed, and produced short films and also an award-winning documentary. His first film job was as an intern on Spike Lee's He Got Game in 1997. McCarthy has produced community art projects and the production of large and small events through heterodox as a cultural excuse me cultural advocate um most recently was a co-organizer of the community block party for biggie small's 50th birthday on may 21st 2022 of this year he is a native of kingston jamaica his family immigrated to brooklyn new york when he was a child after graduating from um, Cheney University of Pennsylvania with a Bachelor of Science degree in Business Administration, Concentration in Management, McCarthy worked in the music industry in, the, in New York City and Atlanta, Georgia. His duties included marketing and promotion representation for Bad Boys, Arista Records, among other record labels. He was also the assistant to the curator during the development and operations of the House of Blues restaurant on concert venues in Atlanta, Georgia, and in Chicago, Illinois. Since 2013, McCarthy has independently campaigned towards um, honoring the art 
and culture of hip hop by lobbying the NYC government and elsewhere to give official governmental uh, recognition to hip hop. Heterodox meaning different, meaning deferring, excuse me, from an acknowledged standard with an extra X added for the unknown factor is not only the name of Leroy's entertainment company. Heterodox signifies the type of projects that Leroy is creating. It's entertainment that is different, original, and unique, which is Heterodox Incorporated. All right. All right. Let's make some noise. Let's make some noise for um, Leroy McCarthy and his company, um, Heterodox Incorporated. Okay, up next. Up next is um all right, hold on a second. Let's see. Let's see. Um yeah, wait, 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 wait. All right. All right, let's go to um Let's go to Salt and Pepper. Um, they were recently featured in the Celebrity Family Feud episode. Now we're gonna talk about this right here, man. So this is this is this was interesting, and I actually saw this episode most recently. So that's pretty much uh, so. So there it is, and this is from Vibe. Salt and Pepper is set to appear on Celebrity Family Feud. Um, this Sunday, July 17th, which, already, which I already seen the episode, which was on ABC. The legendary hip-hop duo will be facing off against the, the cast of Disney's The Proud Family with the help of a few fellow rap icons. A clip of the upcoming episode was released um, today, which was July 13th, and features both members joined by rap group Kid and Play, as well as Dougie Fresh, who also joined the group's team when asked by host steve harvey your wife is a lady in the street and what animal in the sheets <laughs> what the fuck kind of shit <laughs> oh man um pepper responds with a cougar oh man <laughs> given a sassy twirl of her hair while um sensually mimicking the purr of the wild animal <laughs> she just pulled her hair back and said a cougar <laughs> harvey jolting the reference to pepper's response he playfully added run over there if you want to learn learn yourself something the rap vets answer also mirrored that of 13 respondents placing it as the third most popular entry on the categories list. Okay, while chemistry, while the chemistry between um, Pepper and Salt, who scored the top answer in the category with Tiger, translated from the stage to Family Feud. Uh, the same could not be said for Ken and Play after Christopher Reed, aka Kid, 
equated a woman in the bedroom to a snake. <laughs> oh man. Oh man. Oh man. The snake with his answer. His response left Harvey in disbelief. <laughs> She is, she is snaking the sheets. We got to get out of here. <laughs> the host deadpan, ending the preview of what looks to be a fun-filled episode of the long time, the long-running game show, headlined by a few of our cultural greats. Now you can actually check out the episode um, anywhere you get your um you get your episodes for Celebrity Family Feud. All right. Um, of course, <laughs> of course, there's, there's 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 ABC, the Spectrum, any other stream platforms you choose to actually um, look at Celebrity Family Feud and the latest episode with Salt and Pepper and Kid Play and the Proud Family. All right, want to make sure I don't miss anything. Um, let me make sure I don't miss anything. Let me sure I don't miss anything. Um, give me one second, and I will be back. All right, folks, I'm back. Just had to use the bathroom real quick. Anyway, um, anyway, I said I was going to say something, um, 
best for last, right? Now, this is pertaining to the funniest ice cream desserts of 2022. So, <laughs> so we need to talk about the whole, the whole, the dumbest idea that I ever heard in my life called charcoal ice cream. Yeah, you heard me. <laughs> yeah, you heard me. <laughs> yeah, you heard me and shit, though, man. <laughs> charcoal ice cream. <laughs> all right. So, <laughs> all right. Um, so, the presenceportal.com website um, talks about um, plenty of food trends have had their 15 minutes of fame in the past decade from adding official food dye on anything to make a rainbow effect to oversized items to say our gluttony we're all just looking for the big next food trend to go viral on the internet but in 2016 one food trend provided a unique and edgy way of coloring food while promising an effective way of detoxing your body, black ice cream. <laughs> which, by, <laughs> which, by the way, I saw that shit on Instagram in a video clip. Like, black ice cream. I'm like, what the hell? Anyway, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, unlike, unlike other black foods that already existed at the time, this wasn't made with black food gels or, or squid ink. It was ice cream mixed with artif- It was ice cream mixed with activated charcoal powder. Oh boy. I don't know why you would actually make an attempt to actually make charcoal ice cream which reminds me of the charcoal that people use in barbecue grills though i don't know yeah <laughs> yeah naturally this raised some eyebrows yeah it should it should right it should <laughs> naturally this raised some eyebrows aside from its mesmerizingly dark color no one would have thought about mixing charcoal powder into food, but someone did. It got popular, and all of a sudden, there was a craze of people adding activated charcoal into anything they could get their hands on. But looking back, here's why this was such a bad idea. And now that the trend of activated charcoal ice cream has died down, here's why it's it's best that the trend stays dead in the 2010s. Yeah. Um, what is activated charcoal? Also known as activated carbon, activated charcoal is a fine black odorless powder made from carbon-rich materials, um, which is um wood, peat, coconut shells, <laughs> exposed to extremely high temperatures. <laughs> this is not the same charcoal found in your hardware store bought charcoal bricks or the black burnt bits and foods. <laughs> um yeah, this is nuts, man. <laughs> Why eat activated charcoal, you ask? The trend of activated charcoal on food may have begun because of its history suggesting that it is safe for human consumption. 
No, it's not. Use of activated charcoal for digestive purposes actually dates back to mid-16th century Egypt, where charcoal was documented as a cure for digestive ailments and some poisons. Charcoal at the time people weren't discriminating between activated charcoal and regular charcoal was later used in the early 19th century in England. Charcoal biscuits were sold to treat bloating of flagellants, which is farts, <laughs> and other digestive problems, man. <laughs> oh, shit. Until today, activated charcoal has been used to treat some types of poisons. As long as you consume activated charcoal shortly after consuming poison, it can absorb the poison from your digestive system. However, it doesn't work on certain types of poisons, including cyanide, corrosive agents, iron, lithium, alcohol, malathium, arsenic, substances with strong acids or bases, ethanol, and ethylene glyco. <laughs> Aside from poisons, activated um, charcoal is sold in tablet or capsule form to treat digestive problems even to this day it also believed to whiten teeth whiten skin cure hangovers and prevent bloating but there are no scientific studies to support these effects activated charcoal ice cream of course flashback to 2016 amidst the rainbow and unicorn food trend people began doing the opposite by dyeing their food black. Don't know why. <laughs> the common black dyes were originally squid ink and black food coloring, but eventually someone must have come up with the idea of adding activated charcoal into food. After all, Food-grade charcoal already existed and was believed to have its health benefits. So what was stopping people from safely adding it to food as a dye? As a result, we ended up with black pizza crust. Oh, you mean burnt pizza. <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> black, black lemonade. <laughs> <laughs> oh man <laughs> black cocktails oh man and even charcoal seafood um dim sum oh man <laughs> but i think charcoal ice cream probably received the most attention as it was the easiest activated charcoal product to make on the market and attract a viral audience because of how it looked and so charcoal ice cream became viral along with any other food mixed with activated charcoal. Activated charcoal um, powder was flavorless and when mixed properly did not affect the food's texture. Um, this means that what charcoal ice cream tastes like ultimately depends on the flavoring the ice cream um, maker puts. But it gave a unique coloring and was advertised as a great way to detox your body. Charcoal detox? Hmm. That sounds pretty interesting. 
Yes, because of its historical use for poisons, toxins, and other digestive woes, consuming activated charcoal grew to become a trend known as charcoal detoxes. The idea was that when there is activated charcoal in your body, it will detox your body, making it healthier, boosting your energy, and making your skin brighter. Unfortunately, this is merely a pseudoscience that isn't based on any scientific study. While charcoal can detoxify your body as a supplement, there is no evidence that you get benefits from drinking or consuming it regularly. In fact, drinking, drinking charcoal pills like you would vitamins isn't grounded on any medical studies to be good for your health. In other words, folks, it's not considered a cure. Why activated charcoal ice cream failed? Well, eventually it was clear black ice cream had peaked and was starting to die down once the novelty of black food wore off. There really wasn't much of a reason to spend more money on black ice cream when regular ice cream was cheaper and just as flavorful. It was difficult trying to get ice cream to that dark black color and it reached the point where the effort ice cream shops made to make it black just wasn't worth worth it anymore medicine absorption and then there were the medical side effects that turned people away small doses of activated charcoal used in ice cream recipes aren't dangerous in itself but it can have some negative effects to your body first of all when activated charcoal is in your body, it cannot discern what uh, what to absorb based on what's um, toxic and what is not. And will simply absorb whatever it whatever is in your digestive system. This can be good if you are drinking poisons or consuming anything harmful to your body. But this means it can also absorb nutrients like the calcium and potassium in your charcoal ice cream even if the food is fortified <laughs> if there is enough activated charcoal in your body to absorb all the nutrients you may develop a nutrient deficiency because of it it's even more dangerous if you are consuming activated charcoal along with prescription medications or over-the-counter medicine In hospitals, activated charcoal is given to patients who overdose on certain types of medicine as it can counteract a largely a large dosage. But taken regularly, it can absorb the medication before the medicine can um, have an effect on your body. This is particularly concerning for women on birth control pills. If you are drinking birth control while also consuming activated charcoal there there's a chance that that charcoal has rendered your birth control uselessness um which may increase your chance of unplanned pregnancies no visible benefits if if not for the instagram worthy color other businesses would advertise their charcoal products because of the supposed benefits charcoal infused excuse me food had um however it soon became clear that while history did show some of these effects 
eating charcoal infused food does not necessarily ensure the be- the health benefits cutting out the health conscious target market it was reaching out to for instance pre- prohibition prohibition creameries coconut ash activated charcoal advertised charcoal for having detoxification and digestion benefits however you have to remember that all charcoal ice cream makers only add a few ounces of activated charcoal into a large batch at your best you are probably getting a few pinches of activated charcoal in a regular size scoop and mix in with all the sugars common in ice cream it doesn't really seem to justify claims of health benefits um if we could pin a moment when charcoal ice cream had reached its decline it was when the new york department of health began cracking down on businesses that were selling charcoal ice cream and other foods that had activated charcoal in them by 2018. The DOH claimed it was because the U.S. Food and Drug Administration prohibited activated charcoal as a food additive or coloring agent. However, the FDA responded that they did not issue regulatory guidelines on it. So they, while they they haven't given activated charcoal their seal of approval, they weren't explicitly banning it. Um, still. The damage is the damage was done. The news of health inspectors forcing businesses to dispose of charcoal ice cream products and other foods following the black trend was enough to get people to stay away from the, from the fad. Should we ban charcoal ice cream where there aren't um any major negative effects except medical absorption? There aren't any positives either because of lax FDA regulations. You can buy charcoal ice cream anywhere in the United States, but businesses should advertise it not as a healthier option to ice cream, but simply for what it is, a novelty ice cream that gained its claim to fame for its color. There's nothing wrong with charcoal ice cream. If there were, it would have been banned under no uncertain terms, but consumers have the right to know its effects on their medication and lack of studies to suggest mixing it with food is a good idea. Charcoal ice cream will live on an infamy next to rainbow bagels, that Starbucks unicorn drink, and avocado toast. Oh my gosh. (laughs) But because of activated charcoal's history, cult following, (sighs) again with the fucking word cult, man. Yo, seriously, and those and those who now see its potential as a food dye, this may not be the last time we see it go viral on our food favorite food blogs. Yeah, I saw this shit on Instagram a couple couple weeks ago and stuff. So that's just, I'm not I'm not really surprised by this. I'm actually actually yeah, I'm actually stunned by this ridiculous idea though. But anyway, man. another thing that i heard about is this mermaid ice cream (laughs) all right ever after in the woods.com how to make mermaid ice cream oh wow (laughs) oh shit for those of you who may not know what that is i actually want to just oh man it's actually a way for you to make it, but 
I want to explain what the hell is um what the hell is um mermaid ice cream. Um, let me see. Yeah, I want to explain this before I even get into how to make it. Um, let me. Okay. All right. Okay. What is mermaid ice cream? Okay, what is mermaid ice cream? Just want to break this down. So so you folks out there can get a better understanding of what that is. So this is just... <laughs> oh, man. Um, oh boy, just trying to get a better understanding with this stuff, though. Um, so okay, um, let's see, let me see, what is it? What is it? What is it? What is it? Um, oh Lord. Okay, let me, let me just see this. Let's see this, though, man. Now, let me see, let me see, let me see. There's no description, but... There's no description. I don't know what's going on here. All right, so maybe. All right, so. All right, wait a minute. Favorite day mermaid ice cream features vanilla ice cream with a magical twist, sour blue and raspberry swirls with candy flakes for a unique flavor, perfect for a sunny day treat or any or in any time dessert artificially flavored. Um. Let's see. There is now, of course, if anyone wants to learn how to make mermaid ice cream, I'll actually be able to um break that down for you. So, um, all right. So, how to make it right? Okay. So, how to make how to make mermaid ice cream? Right. So, let's get into it. So the perfect dessert for a mermaid birthday party is this easy-to-make, no-churn mermaid ice cream. This ice cream starts with an easy three-ingredient um, recipe that can make ice cream without an ice cream maker. Hmm. No-churn ice cream. Um, no-churn mermaid ice cream recipe. So this ice cream is a colorful blend of purple, blue, and green ice cream with sprinkles and Edible glitter, such an easy recipe, and it looks amazing. Perfect for a mermaid-themed birthday party. Um, now how to make it? How to make it? What you want to do is take two cups of heavy, heavy cream, fourteen ounces of fourteen ounces canned sweetened condensed milk, one tablespoon vanilla extract food coloring blue green and purple 
and then sprinkles purple blue and gold now the directions add heavy heavy cream to the bowl of an electric mixer with the whisk attachment attachment whip until soft peaks form slowly add in the sweetened condensed milk and vanilla extract divide the mixture into four bowls add two drops each of blue green purple food coloring and stir to combine you should have one bowl white one bowl purple one bowl green and one bowl um blue mixture <laughs> in a metal loaf pan drop um dollops of each color in a variety of places run a butter knife through the mixture to swirl the colors together um add the sprinkles and glitter into in the grooves of the cream mixture cover with plastic wrap and freeze overnight and serve this recipe for mermaid ice cream is so easy to make and looks beautiful too this will be the best dessert for a mermaid theme a mermaid party theme trust me all the kids and parents will, will love it oh wow and if you like this recipe have a look at these other mermaid desserts happy baking well <laughs> yeah this is just wow so they have the mer layered beach jello cups uh mermaid dip mermaid cookies <laughs> wow <laughs> Wow, man. <laughs> oh, shit. Yeah, they got everything, man. They got everything. Um, all right. Now, now I've been saving this for a while, actually. And this is pertaining to, this is pertaining to, um, what I saw a couple of days ago. And this has to do with Oreo lasagna. Oreo lasagna? Yeah, you heard me, folks. Why in the hell would you make, would you combine Oreo cookies with lasagna? I don't understand this shit. This is so fucking ridiculous, man. <laughs> and laughable, folks. <laughs> so, for those of you who may not know what Oreo lasagna is, so Oreo lasagna is an easy icebox cake with Oreos layered with vanilla pudding and whipped topping. And this is from the website crazyforcrust.com. It's a great make-ahead dessert that can be kept in the refrigerator for several days. Plus, you only need four ingredients to make it. Cookies and cream of dessert fans will love this cool and cream treat. Okay. <laughs> so so what is Oreo lasagna? Dessert lasagnas are such a fun and easy no-bake dessert perfect for warm weather. Weather. There are countless ways to make one. And this Oreo lasagna recipe combines chocolate cookies, pudding, and whipped cream for a crowd-pleasing dessert if you love cookies and cream 
You will love this Oreo chocolate lasagna. Oh boy. It gets its name because the ingredients are laid like lasagna. Oreo lasagna is Oreo lasagna cake is known is also known as an Oreo lush dessert and Oreo icebox cake. You don't have to turn on the oven or do a bunch of complicated steps. Just mix up the pudding and layer it with cookies and whipped cream in a baking dish. <laughs> Whatever you choose to call this Oreo lasagna dessert recipe, it's one of my favorite. Um, it's one of my favorite desserts during the summer. I've lost count on how many dessert lasagna versions I've made. This Oreo, this is an Oreo lasagna without without cream cheese, so it's light and not so rich. Instead of cream cheese, I use vanilla pudding. Once you see how to make Oreo icebox, no, excuse me, yes, icebox cake, <laughs> Oreo icebox cake, it will <laughs> it will be. Your go-to whenever you need an easy treat. <laughs> oh shit! <laughs> what you need to make it Oreo lush? Of course, you need a pudding mix. Be sure to use instant pudding. I use vanilla pudding mix, but you can you could also use chocolate or cheesecake flavor, non-fat milk to make the pudding, and for dipping the Oreo the Oreos. Oreos make sure to buy a family pack or a party pack because you need quite a few cookies to make this recipe. You can use regular or double stuff or any flavored Oreo. Of course, you need whipped topping. Cool Whip is the creamy goodness in the lasagna filling. How to make Oreo lasagna, you ask? Of course, number one, you're going to whisk the pudding mix and two cups of non-fat milk in a bowl until smooth. Let it sit for about five minutes so, you, so it could thicken. Number two, pour the rest of the milk into a, a, a small bowl or liquid measuring cup. Dip cookies in the milk one at a time, and then place them in a single layer in an eight-by-eight eight baking dish. Number three. Top the Oreos with half of the pudding and half of the whipped topping. Do a second layer, a second layer of cookies, pudding, and topping. Number four, crush the rest of the cookies in a bag with a rolling pin. Sprinkle the cookie crumbs over the top of the whipped topping. Number five, cover the Oreo lush with plastic wrap and refrigerate it for at least four hours or ideally overnight variations love chocolate dip the cookies in chocolate milk and make chocolate pudding you can use any flavor of oreos or other sandwich cookies for this recipe there are so many options switch up the pudding flavor and pair it with oreos with the same flavor or complementing flavor you can really have fun and come up with your own special Oreo Lush recipe. <laughs> okay, expert, tip, expert tips. How to store Oreo lasagna cake. This will keep 
in the refrigerator for three days. Keep it covered with plastic. You can use any flavor of pudding mix. So you so have fun experimenting with changing up the flavor. I don't recommend using non-dairy milk for this recipe. The pudding won't set up right. So stick with non-fat 2% or whole milk. Make it a sugar-free dessert with sugar-free Oreos pudding mix and whipped topping why dip the cookies in milk they won't soften with the pudding like the other lasagna recipes that call for graham crackers um graham crackers hold on a second hold on a second oh my god that is not where i left off um wait a minute here Wait a minute, graham crackers. Okay, graham crackers. Where I leave off, graham crackers. Where's the graham crackers? Oh, dang. Hang on a second. Graham crackers. Hang on a minute. Uh, graham crackers. Where's graham crackers? Uh, okay. Yeah, wait a minute. Yeah, yes, graham crackers. So dipping them in milk helps them get started softening. Um, and yeah, so that was your lasagna, um, lasagna, Oreo lasagna right there. So this is crazy. This is the craziest idea that I ever heard in my life, though, man. And this is, <laughs> um, and um, okay. So here's some, here are some the 13 popular ice cream band brands in 2022 small business trends. Um, <laughs> okay. So here we go, and this is from smallbiztrends.com. With summer fast approaching, this is the best season to indulge in some of our favorite cold treats like ice cream. With so many great brands already on the market and new ice cream companies emerging, use this summer to explore a new ice cream brand and try something new or go back to classic flavors. We'll go through some of the most popular ice creams out there that should definitely try, that you should definitely that you should definitely try if you haven't already. What makes popular ice cream flavors? Ice cream has become a summer staple during hotter months, but there is far more that goes into popular ice cream flavors. Some key characteristics of the best ice cream flavor include high quality ingredients, creamy, tex creamy texture, um, unique flavors, and the right amount of sweetness. Some brands started with a brick and mortar ice cream shop and quickly expanded into the larger market with products like ice cream bars and ice cream pints. Other premium brands use a mixture of brick and mortar <laughs> and stocking in grocery stores to ensure customers can access their products. Um, top ice cream brands, um, if you want to do a taste test and try out some <laughs> delicious ice cream brand 
delicious ice cream. We found we rounded up some of the best brands for you. Some of the brand some of these brands are well established for their high quality taste and texture, while others are newer additions in the freezer section that you should consider next time you are out shopping. Um, starting with number one, Baskin Robbins is one of the oldest ice cream brands out there. They are known for their tasty recipes using ice cream for cakes and desserts and their ice cream shops. Customers can try out some of their most uh, popular flavors, such as cookies and cream, and add their own mix-ins like chocolate chips to create a truly unique experience. Blue Bunny, number two, is another favorite ice cream company who for those with a sweet tooth for their dairy products. Their ice cream flavors include classics like chocolate, vanilla, and fun soft swirl style products. Unique flavors include bunny tracks. <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> bunny tracks. Oh my god. Bunny tracks. Bunny tracks. And of course, we got the chocolate caramel pretzel and um, terrific cheesecake if you want to try something new. Haagen-Dazs, number three, a giant in the ice cream industry. Haagen-Dazs is known for its delicious, delicious flavors, well-balanced sweetness, and incredibly creamy texture. Haagen-Dazs often, excuse me, offers a wide array of flavors that are all delicious. But special mentions include their vanilla bean, um, dulce de leche, and coffee flavor. Number four, Blue Bell ice cream products are made only with the finest ingredients for the ultimate homemade ice cream experience. It has a reputation for being one of the best ice cream creameries in the country, and it's a well-earned reputation. Bluebell ice cream flavors include fun ones you may not find with other brands, including banana pudding and bride's cake. Number five, Tillamook ice cream um, offers many different cold dessert products so that consumers get as much variety as possible. Their ice cream products include their popular flavor, Marion Berry. <laughs> <laughs> Mary and Perry. Oh man. Mary and Berry Pie, which is known for its uniqueness. The brand is also known for its flavor mountain huckleberry and other classic flavors. Aside from ice cream. Tillamook also has frozen custards that are well-received by customers. Number six, Turkey Hill. If you are looking for favorite flavors like butter pecan and more unique ones like banana split, <laughs> Turkey Hill should be your next purchase. A popular option in the freezer, freezer aisle. Turkey Hill has a a well-established reputation for using premium ingredients and creating interesting and fun flavors for customers. And 
And of course, number seven, Ben and Jerry's is an ice cream brand with a long-standing history in pop culture, cementing its fame. Ben and Jerry's is an easy win when browsing the freezer aisle, and they've made a name for themselves with ice cream flavors like Chunky Monkey. <laughs> <laughs> oh man oh man <laughs> jerry garcia oh man jerry garcia oh wow oh man make sure to check out other great flavors like half-baked and limited editions flavors such as tonight dough <laughs> number eight halo top is relatively new when it comes to ice cream but they've made a name for themselves already with their light ice cream products known for its low calorie high protein ice cream halo top has delicious delicious flavors that are guilt-free some of the their best flavors include birthday cake and sea salt caramel <laughs> with lower sugar than others for slightly heavy, healthier, excuse me, treat. Number nine, Oatly. If you are seeking dairy-free flavors that still retain that quintessential ice cream flavor, make sure to check out ice creams by Oatly. <laughs> Uh, initially known for its oat drink products, Oatly has quickly expanded its product line to include plant-based ice cream flavors such as hazelnut swirl, mint chocolate vanilla, chocolate fudge, and more. And number 10, Briars is another ice cream giant known for its staple flavors and frozen um, dairy treats. Um, customer favorites include their creamy and delicious vanilla flavor, but they have other ones you should not miss. Make sure to try out Rocky Road, which I tried that flavor a uh, couple times, and unique options such as their waffle cone with choc chocolatey chips. Yeah, that sounds, that sounds delicious, right? It sure does. Number 11, Jenny's. If you're searching for more dairy-free ice cream made from only the finest ingredients, Jenny's Splendid Ice Cream products should be on your radar. Known for their innovative take on familiar flavors such as banana cream pudding and dark chocolate truffle, Jenny's has amazing ice cream products that you'll keep coming back for. Number 12, Magnum. <laughs> Not to be confused with Magnum PI, folks. <laughs> oh, shit. Magnum. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> Magnum is another, is an, is an older ice cream brand that has held its own as more companies have emerged. Magnum's specialty is their tasty ice cream bars, 
as well as their ice cream tub products. Their chocolate-covered vanilla ice cream products remain a fan favorite, but make sure to explore other ice creams they offer, such as Double Red Velvet. And lastly, um, number 13, Talenti Gelato. For something a bit lighter, Talenti Gelato and Sobeto products are the perfect cool down after a so hot, excuse me, a hot summer day. You can opt for their fruit flavors for something refreshing or go for sweeter flavors such as caramel cookie crunch, all made with premium ingredients like the other ice cream brands on this list. All right. Now we go to um now we go to um stuff to do for the weekend. I didn't forget. I didn't forget so wait. Wait, 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 wait a minute here. Wait a minute here. Yes, 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 yes. Um, yes. Um, fun places to do for the weekend. Now, I want to start off with um, Dystro Fest, and this is for the people. Let me see. These these are the people. Who are New Jerseyans, all right? Um, Jerseyans, right? So basically, um, let me just um read what this is. So who mag distribution and RVN presents who mag dystro fest with over 60 artists. This is a free event or gain VIP access by joining the, the Who Mag VIP Club by visiting their website, which is ww.dystrofest.com. Watch some of your favorite legendary artists as well as independent artists from all over the U.S., including some international artists. There will be plenty of merch, tables, food trucks, plus a beer garden. Um, Dystro Fest gives you a reason to skip uh, the shore on on August the, on August the sixth with an all day free event, which is tomorrow. Although it's a free event, please RSVP on Eventbrite. We also have backstage packages by joining our Who Mag VIP Club. Who Mag VIP Club NFT. Um, of course, buy at www.dystrofest.com for um, 0.03 um, um Ethereum. Um, present an NFT in your MetaMask wallet at the door for fast line entrance. A free t-shirt and free membership card. The membership card will get you backstage and will be used for all future Who Mag events. Membership card only if you do not have the NFT. You can buy the membership card in advance for $40. Yeah, forty dollars right here. Um, yeah, forty dollars um, on this site. Show us the receipt at the door, and you will receive um, fast line interest, a free T-shirt, and free membership card. The membership card will get you backstage and will be used for all future Who Mag events. 
membership card will also be $50 at the door. Of course, um, as I said, it's a free event. Um, lineup includes CN, CNC um, Music Factory and Freedom Williams. Um, um, I, am, I Am Key, Force MDs, Monty, Remy Boys, Rasby from B2K. Um, you have Test Human with original members of Suicidal Tendencies. Um, there's um, labels for 140,000 records. Um, Judah Priest, Fire Nation, Flames, and Kishana K. Um, five manager records, Sonny Perez, um, Dre Artist, and Rob Rob GZZ. Sixth Man Entertainment, the ba the Bad Seed, Honey De Niro, um, which by the way, um, she pulled out at the last minute because she has um COVID, so um, she's not going to be able to make it. So um, and Free God, um, Back Block Music Group, um, Jux Diamonds, Lady Diamonds, Ledger, and Hazard um, Beyond Defense Entertainment, David Benson and Shay Samuels, Blue Collar Records, um, and uh, IZMB, Pesh Millie, Miles Ja, um, De Dage, Grizz, Arnaz Hayes, and the Blue Collar Band, Gorilla Apocalypse, <laughs> and Count Pariah, <laughs> Boss Dane Records, Quan Tistel, Yanni. On the John A. On Lil Hage and Millie on the R records, and the rest just goes on. And as far as the artists that will be there is on um, Callie the Chef, Camille K, um, Credo, Del P, Diani, Full, <laughs> full Shine. <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> um, Graham. Grams, um, uncut. I am Khalif, Jimmy Cozier, and Sean Cole, Giuliano B, um, Lasitter, um, the singer from the Intruders, Lil Jordan, Ma Barker, Map, Mara Base One, Mickey D, not to be mistaken for Mickey D's and McDonald's, <laughs> Newbie S, Pet Rally, Perfect Winter, Pop. The Brown Hornet, uh, um, uh, Remarker, um, Sean Eric, Serene Solanus, Spook Vocals, S Supreme, The Rasa Recta, The Fisher Girls, The Warhawks, Vion Ray, and X. X Ross Roads or Crossroads, if you will. Not sure why they did it like that, but um, anyway, man. So if you like to go there, it's it's on Saturday, August the 6th, 2022. It starts from 12 p.m. to 10 p.m. for New Jerseyans out there. Um, it's located at the historic Smithville Park, 803 Smithville Road, East Ampton. Township, New Jersey, 08060. 
Um, and like I said, it's a free event. It's not really, and there's certain stuff you're probably going to need that's going to cost you, um, all that stuff. Um, so there you go right there. Um, also I want to point out, I want to point out, um, damn shit, man. I want to point out something actually. I'm sorry. I want to point out, um, the, uh, another event that's going down, um, before I forget, um, August 11th, let me just look for it. Let me just look for it though. Um, let me just look for it though. Just give me one second. Oh shit. Um, Wait a minute. I'm going to have to look for it, actually. Just give me one second. Give me one second. Give me one second. Um, all right. Here it is. Here it is. So, um, all right. So, um, before I forget, um, there's an event that's taking place in um, Brooklyn. And this is... This is presented by um, Capital One City Park Summer Stage Hip Hop Appreciation Day, which is August the 11th of next week. Spread Love Hip Hop Jam, hosted by Ralph McDaniels and DJ Scratch. Special ad, brand new being Black Sheep, Smith, and Wesson, Girl Code, Sweet Tea, Cool Herc, The Grandfather of Hip Hop, and Cindy Campbell. And it's a special tribute to hip hop's fallen soldiers, and it, and it's on Thursday, August 11th. Doors open at 6 p.m. Showtime starts from 7 p.m. to 10 p.m. And of course, for those of you, this this is basically um, this is basically um, provided by um, the Universal Hip Hop Museum. Um, of course celebration of hip-hop 50 years and video music box so it's a free concert so don't miss that all right there you go um now what else can we talk about here man oh yeah let's talk about what's going on what's going on for california before i get to new york i got y'all <laughs> okay, so for the weekend, right here, um, Back to the Future screening with the L.A. Phil. Um, of course, it starts um today, August fifth, and through tomorrow, August sixth. Grab you, grab the keys to the DeLorean and travel back in time with Calvin Klein, aka Marty McFly. Um, played by Michael J. Fox to 1950s suburbia in this Steven Spielberg produced Super Smash. This time the classic comes from no, it comes with lot orchestral accompaniment as David Newman Newman <laughs> oh shit <laughs> Not Newman from Seinfeld, folks. 
Oh, man. Oh, man. That's funny right there, man. That's funny. Yeah, David Newman and the L.A. Phil tackle Alan Silvestri's soaring humble hum, humble score. Excuse me. Now, to know where you want to know where it's located, I got you with the details right here. So this is located at the Hollywood Bowl, 2301 North Highland Avenue, Los Angeles, California. If you're in the California area of los angeles or any other area whatsoever um this is for you and this is um 90068 that's hollywood bowl um 231 north highland avenue los angeles 90068 and the price is going to cost you between 14 to 147 dollars and the opening hours is at 8.30. You can check um, the event website at www.hollywoodbowl.com slash events performances. That's www.hollywoodbowl.com slash events performances. So there you go right there. It it not only starts today, but it also you also um, have another day tomorrow, which starts at 8 p.m. If you missed today, you got tomorrow to actually um check that out. All right. Um All right. Next is next is the Allison Felix Race for Change. Oh boy. So, she's the most decorated US track athlete in history and an LA native, so to cap off her remarkable remarkable career Allison Felix will host a retirement sprint in the arts district the athlete the, the athleta presented event at Road DTLA includes a community street race course registration is required to raise awareness for accessible child care as well as open 100 meters races and live music um all right, so let's get into let's get into it right here. Um, all right, so so um, Road DTLA is located at 777 South Alameda Street, Los Angeles, California nine zero zero two one, and it's it's a free event. And the opening hours is from 10 a.m. to 4 p.m. And you can check out um, the website, Athleta, um, Athleta, um, what is it? Yeah, Athleta, um, Frace.com. That's Athleta, Frace.com for more information and details and stuff. And it starts at 10 a.m. And the hours is 10 a.m. to 4 p.m., so don't miss it. It's on Sunday, August the 7th, all right? There we go. There you go. Um, all right, there's more to be had here. Um, trying to... Okay, there's more to be had here. 
Um, okay, there's more to be had here, though. Um, oh boy. Give me one second. Stay with me. All right, um, I'm about to get to it right now. All right, um, yeah, here we go. Um, and of course, also what's popping tomorrow is Bo Bo Boleros de Noche. Um, it's a Latin thing. It's also happening tomorrow, too, on August 6th. L.A. native La Marisol, the lead singer of La Santa's um, Cecilia, plays bolero and jazz standards back by an 18-piece big band at the Ford. All right, so we got more stuff to talk about here. The Ford Hollywood, blah, blah, blah. Um Okay, so here's some details of the location. So the Ford is located at 2580 um, Cahuenga Boulevard East, Los Angeles. And, 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 uh, the, the date and time is August the 6th, which is tomorrow, 8 p.m., and I don't and and you can also um look at the event website which is the www.theford.com slash events performances and stuff. Um let me let me get the price for you folks out there that's planning to go. Let me get the price for you. Hold on a minute. Let me get the price. Um so let me get the price for you though, man. Um, the price is I forget, man. Sheesh. Shit. So what is the price? What's the price? Um, let's see what's going on here with the price. Let's go on here. Um <clears throat> so I wanna um so Damn man, so zone one ninety five dollars, zone three eighty five dollars, zone six and zone eight sixty five dollars, and zone nine fifty five dollars. Yes, yeah, so you can go to the Ford website for more information and the prices and stuff. As I just went over with you, so I'm going to actually, um get to the next one I want to make sure I don't forget anything um let's see um let's see let's see let's see so let's see I'm not gonna do the Shakespeare thing well um let me see let me see let me see um okay the Okay, the actors on um, Gang Free Shakespeare in the Park. 
Okay, just when you thought Shakespeare was sounding a little well dated into the actors' gang, each summer the Culver City Theater spins a different play from the band, the Bard, into a high-energy, family-friendly, and free-to-attend production, often wrapped in in a irreverent theme. Um, thinking everything from Toy Story to Power Rangers. This time around, as you, as you like, as you like it, gets a Halloween-inspired ad- adaptation dubbed as "Boo Like It," filled with dragons, witches, vampires, and ghosts. You'll find the play every weekend in August at Culver City's Media Park. And um, Media Park uh, for you Californians out there, if you want to check that. Um, fun event out. Media Park is located at 9070 Venice Boulevard, Culver City, 90232, and it is a free event. And of course, um, you go to the website, theactorsgang.com slash events and upcoming. And of course, um, the dates and stuff is from August the 6th, starting tomorrow through Sunday, August the 28th of this month all the event is free so don't worry about wasting any money all right so let's go to another um go to oh shit i just social oh gosh yeah i'm not gonna even get to that um yeah since today's the fifth i'm not gonna really do that i think that's gonna do it for um the california area we're gonna go to um new york right now we're gonna go to new york right now um we're gonna go to um brand new the block the block music and arts festival Okay, so so get ready to move your feet, and this is from amnewyork.com website. Um, get ready to move your feet. This month, New Yorkers will get the chance to take in a special one of a kind music experience. Founded by local Bronx entrepreneurs, the Block Music and Arts Festival will begin its inaugural inaugural um showcase on august the 27th um all right the festival's objectives are to empower or to empower local music creators create a space for culture to grow and thrive and to provide a bigger platform for local artistic community within the bronx the performance is made possible by collaborations between bronx local communities brian um Durow, Uptown Melody <laughs> and the and the Fox and King. <laughs> oh shit! Um, the upcoming event will be the first ever major music festival held in the Bronx, which is quite surprising, as the birthplace of hip hop. Our local community has provided the world with music, art, fashion, food, literature, and pop culture icons said Bronx native Ayana Williams, 
founder of Uptown Melody. Uh, Williams has collaborated with many small minority and women-owned businesses in both the Bronx and Harlem. The Bronx has given New York City and the entire world, for that matter, so much musical his history, culture, and creativity. It is only fair that local artists get the chance to show off what they have been cooking up in the in the studio. Younger creators will have the opportunity to showcase their hard work and network with local businesses. The Bronx is defined by its culture and creativity, said Fernando Michael, founder of the Fox and King. It's time to celebrate our contributions with a festival that's dedicated to our local community. We're empowering the Bronx with our music and our culture. Brian DeRoe added, this festival will be the first of its kind in the borough, and we're looking to leave this creative legacy for the next generation. Michael has worked on various festivals across NYC, including South by Southwest and the Vans Walk Tour. The Block Music and the Block Music and Festival will run from 1 p.m. to 10 p.m. at the Bronx Brewery. Tickets will go on sale this week and can be purchased via Eventbrite and will also be available at the door of the venue on the day of the show. And other places we need to talk about here is um, we have the Astoria Greek cultural thing. Wait, I don't know. I don't know if I could use this, but yeah, 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 they got some dates here, man. Hold on. In September, John um, McDonald will bring off the meter on the record his one-man play to the Greek Cultural Center in Astoria, Queens. The play in it is in its fifth year on stage. <clears throat> McDonald um, was born and raised in Middle Village, and was stationed in Germany during the Vietnam War. Afterwards, he spent 40 years as a taxi driver in New York City before venturing into playwriting, comedy, and political activism. McDonald is the current producer and host of Radio Free um, Irene and Talk Mac. We and D with Malaki McCourt <laughs> and Corey. Um, Kilgannon, two weekly radio shows heard on Pacifica Station, WBAI New York. McDonald, McDonald's um, experience as a taxi driver had a profound impact on him. Off the meter, on the record, was written by him and features a combination of comedy and social commentary told through creative storytelling. The play is directed by... Um, Sierran O'Reilly and presents 40 years of NYC history from the perspective of a cab driver. It also includes McDonald's interactions with eccentric characters and brushes with celebrities. And the show has garnered praise from the New Yorker, the New Yorker Times, the New York Times, excuse me, and Variety. There will be three shows and and starting with Friday, September 23rd, from 8, um, 8 p.m. to 9.30 p.m. 
Saturday, September 24th, 8 p.m. to 9.30, and Sunday, September 25th, 3 to 3 p.m. to 4.30 p.m. The tickets start at $20, and you can and, and can be purchased in the link that says here. And John McDonald, McDowell, McDonald, McDowell, uh, will um, also bring the play to Ireland after the show in Astoria. Now, this is from QNS.com, which is the website I'm actually um, using, um, so where you get your tickets and stuff. So you can check out QNS.com um, slash 2022 um, um, 08 Astoria Greek Cultural Center presents one man yeah, one man. Yeah, one man. Play off the meter, and on the record. So there, there you have it. And we got some more fun stuff to go to. Um, I'm actually going to actually um. Get into. Let's get into. Um. Oh yeah, Brooklyn Folk Festival. Okay. All right. So another event to check out is Brooklyn Folk Festival is back this fall for its 14th anniversary. This year's lineup will include Bonnie Prince Billy making his BFF debut and returning Folk Fest favorites. Um, Amethyst Kaya, Noah Brown, Jaron Blondboy, Paxton and more. The festival will not only include musical performances, but also workshops, film premieres, dances, curated NYC cuisine, their um, world famous um, banjo toss contest, and many more interactive events. Uh, there will be a special memorial tribute to the musician, artist, filmmaker, photographer, and festival founder John um, Cohen called All This Is a record of my search, um, John Cohen at 90. The festival is curated by folk, folklorist, musician, host of the Brooklyn Folk Festival and producer Eli Smith. The festival is the largest yearly production of the non-profit group Jalopy Theater and School of Music. The 14th annual Brooklyn Folk Festival promises to be a truly special event as we expand the, the scope of the programming and welcome home favorite performers from the history of the festival, says Smith. This year, we can expect a powerful array of sounds with music from a huge diversity of genres, including blues, folk, jug band, old time honky tonk, <laughs> trad jazz, ragtime, children's music, salsa music from Peru, China, Ukraine, Mexico and more. To open an annually sold out festival will be the Ukrainian Village Voices who will be performing traditional Ukrainian vocal performances. 17 year old Nora Brown will also make an appearance performing her new album on Jalopy Records. Kentucky natives Brent Ratcliffe and Clinton Davis will be showing off a more traditional side of folk with their old time banjo performance. The 14th annual festival is produced in collaboration by the nonprofit Jalopy Theater and School of Music. For the fourth year in a row, the festival will take place at St. Anne and 
the Holy Trinity Church built in 1844. It's a national historic landmark, the backdrop of the Gothic Revival architecture and the ornamented roofs and windows of the church only enhance the performances at the festival. The festival will take place in the main hall while the workshops, film screenings, and square dance will be held in the side hall and upstairs rooms of the church. Food, drink, and retail vendors will be on site and highlight the diversity of NYC's food culture. The Brooklyn Folk Festival will be from October 21st to the 23rd at 157, 157 Montauk Street. For more information, you can visit the Brooklyn Fest website at brooklynfest.com. That's www.brooklynfolkfest.com for more information and, and details and, and all that other stuff right there. So there you go right there. And um, let's see. Let me see how much time we got here. Um, all right. Now, what else am I missing? Did I miss anything? Did I miss anything? Did I miss anything? Um, did I miss anything? Um, wait a minute here. Wait a minute here. Okay, I'll I'm gonna save this story. I'm gonna save um whatever topic I don't get to. I'll save the Bronx Point Affordable Housing Project brings hip hop home. I'll save that for a future episode. I'm going to go to things to do for the the weekend in New York City. Um, this is for the New Yorkers out there in the five boroughs, including Strong Island right there. So, um, I want to actually uh. Okay, let's get to where you can. All right, all right. So, um, oops, that's not what I meant to go to. That's not what I meant to go to. I'm sorry. Sorry about that. Um, let me see. All right, um, just give me a minute here. All right, um, so from August 5th to the 7th, um, here we go. All right, so of course, starting to starting um today, which is August fifth, a Friday, TGIF. Um, of course, there's there's already um an event that's going on for benefit concert. Erica Badu Brick is presenting Erica Badu for um the second to last show to close out the benefit concert series. Brick's mission is to celebrate arts and culture as well as Brooklyn itself. Now Queens don't have Brick, the media station. Brick Queens don't have that, so um, I don't think we have that. 
So Brick's mission is to celebrate arts and culture as well as Brooklyn itself. Badu is an American singer, songwriter, record producer, and actress who gained her musical musical popularity in the 1990s neo-souls of genre scene. Badu is a music titan as she made a name for herself amongst R&B singers using her um, languorous, um vocals. Of course, you know, tickets start at $75 and can be purchased um, here. We're um, 99th Street and Prospect Park, West Brooklyn. This is where it's taking place. Another event that's going on today is Salsa for Beginners. Nieves started their dance classes to bring a fun, stress-free environment where dancers could enjoy the culture for no culture of dance while feeling free of judgment no partner is needed for this workshop beginner salsa 101 starts at 6 p.m while advanced beginner salsa 201 starts at 7 p.m free located 240 west 37th street um, manhattan new york and tomorrow saturday august 6th black atlantic um Art Expo. The Black Atlantic Art Expo is bringing together the work of international artists um, Leah um, um, Bab um, Leah Babar. Excuse me, Babir. Excuse me, Babir is the names. Um, Hugh Hayden, Dozy Canoe, Tal Lewis, and Keon Williams. The art exhibit is meant to represent the complex ideas and culture that came from the centuries of um transatlantic networking linking africa the united states the caribbean and europe and europe the work extends across pier one pier two uplands pier three greenway terrace and along the greenway and it's free located at brooklyn bridge park brooklyn new york um i suggest you go to i suggest you I suggest you look up um on your GPS, your um Google, your Google um maps and stuff, whatever um phone model you have, you can look up um the directions on how to get there. And um yeah, and there's a free roller skating free low, free roller skating. Three friends group is presenting free roller skating in Rosedale for everyone. This event is not only for a fun way to socialize but to also get a workout in they offer free one hour beginner beginners courses if you have never skated before skates are not provided so you must bring your own there is room for beginners intermediate and advanced skaters and it's free um be sure to rsvp here where you see um the word here highlighted in red um the skating starts at 3 p.m 135-21, 241st Street in Queens, New York, which is in Rosedale, Queens, folks. Um, it's my park. Help volunteer to clean up local New York City parks with stewards um, of Henry Hudson Park. Rain or shine, people are going to show up and help garden weed, mulch, and connect with the landscape that leaves New York City with an aspect of natural beauty this cleanup will help the environment while also keeping our city clean free beautician starts at 9 a.m and runs all the way 
2 12 p.m for more information you can email um what is it um spoy um 10 devilly devilly at gmail.com that's spoy 10 devilly at gmail.com um let me spell this out man s-p-u-y-t-e-n-d-u-y-v-i-l-n-y at gmail.com located at west 227th and independence avenue in the bronx independence avenue oh shit <laughs> independence avenue wow wow independence avenue that's 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 interesting right here And finally, Sunday, August 7th, screening of Space Jam, A New Legacy. Enjoy the summer weather with an outdoor screening of the second installment of the Space Jam series. Join NBA All-Star LeBron James as he forges a friendship with the animated Looney Looney Tunes characters. They all have the same goal to defeat the Goon Squad basketball team after they got trapped inside a computer simulation. And the event is free. Located at 115-05-140th Street in Queens, New York. And also, another event that's going down is Much um, Ado About Nothing. Of course, Shakespeare in the Parks is back for more with a production of the comedy Much Ado About Nothing. This The story is a blend of mistaken identities, misunderstandings, and, of course, romance. The stories follows uh, Claudio falls in love with Hero while Patrice and Benedict despise their love and act as comic relief. Local actors will recreate the iconic play and and the event is free and and it's located at 32-01 Vernon Boulevard, Queens, New York. Make sure you use your um google maps and, and whatever maps you're using on your iphones and stuff to actually know um how to get there all right so so there you go right there um and and if you like to take a look for yourselves this is um the website right here that i'm using right here is the is www.amny.com slash entertainment slash things to do slash a M and Y Weekender August 5th through the 7th. Okay. Okay. Um, let me see how much time I have here so I don't forget. Okay, hold on. Okay. Got it. Um, all right. All right, I think that's gonna do it for this episode 172. I said I was going to record and I actually did. So um if you'd like to make a charitable donation to my to my cash app um go ahead and go ahead and actually donate donate whatever amount of money um you decide to choose will be appreciated the cash app is g money stacks 555 that's that's dollar sign capital g lowercase m-o-n-e-y um, capital S, lowercase T A C K Z, five fifty five. Um, you don't have to stress yourself out to actually have a lot of money. Um, it's not about that. It's about showing more support. 
uh for this for this um new york podcast show right here um and um yeah all right so we're gonna get into um we're gonna get into um the last thing that i need to talk about here is um stream choices on the go right here man here we go here we go you like what you heard in today's episode or any previous episodes or whatsoever you can go ahead and show your love by making by uh, following off the meat rack chains new york podcast on on facebook and instagram alongside with my other shows the sports edition show of excellent fun vibrant podcast meticulous vibe juice podcast the review show um and alongside of myself on uh, my primary handle is the instagram is g money stacks 555 in queens new york all right um make sure you're turning your notifications for details of when each episode is going to be dropping and as i said earlier in the beginning of the recording the audio episodes for audio streaming platforms will be on mondays wednesdays and fridays all right so Hopefully after this episode, I'll be able to um, upload the uh, the not only on um, drop one but two episodes. I'll try to do that today. So we'll see what's going on here. Um, <clears throat> and now, um, now also, um, I want to say this though. Um, you can go to the link in bio. Um, where it says Linktree slash GMoneyStacks555 on there. That way you'll be able to see the see all the audio streaming platforms that I am going to list to you. Make sure you follow. Make sure you follow the audio streaming platforms where the podcast is uploaded and you know located and stuff. So um and you can leave a voice message if you have any questions any ideas or topics and if you'd like to be a guest on the show right here um to chime in on some topics and stuff like that um of course like my man be live did in episode 170 um in case you didn't hear it you can also listen to episode 170 and of course episode 171 and 169 168 and all the others that are previously uploaded to to um the the audio streaming platforms and including YouTube. So um, there you go, right there. And of course, um, and um, yeah. So of course, starting with Anchor, um, Audacity, Audible, Audio Burst, Amazon Music, Breaker, Castbox FM, Deezer, Listen Notes, Moon FM Podcast, Play FM, Pocket Cast, Pod Bay, Pod Friend, Podo Polo, Podorama, Podcast Index, Podcast Addict. Podchaser, Podverse, Reason FM, Spotify, Stitcher, Tuning Radio, um, Google Podcasts, 
And also, you can actually um, give a five-star rating on Podchaser, Podfriend, and Spotify. And also, you can listen to Off the Meat Rat Chain's New York podcast episodes on Radio Public, iHeartRadio, the number one app for music, radio, and podcast. Make sure you follow my other shows that's also on iHeartRadio as well, which is the Sports Edition Show, Excellent Fun, Vibrant Podcast. Meticulous Vodges podcast review show is also on there as well. Make sure you follow. Make sure you follow. And um, last but not least, the YouTube. Make sure you grab that subscribe button and go ahead and click on that noni noni bell so you can be reminded when the show goes in the air via live stream. Um, more video content, upcoming episodes, and previous episodes previous latest episodes that's already uploaded and posted to the youtube channel page of g money stacks 555 and uh and leave a like and a comment along with the episodes and topics um be sure to listen stream share the episodes share the podcast excuse me not share the podcast share the episodes share the videos um download these episodes um, spread the word. Word of mouth is important. Tell a friend to another friend. And of course, um, share the podcast along with your friends, um, wives, husbands, boyfriends, girlfriends, friends, and people you're cool with from work and those that support your career and stuff like that. Um, and along with the link that says Linktree slash GMoneyStacks555 on there with all the audio streaming platforms already listed in the link in there you click on there and then you're going to see all the audio streaming platforms on there make sure you follow um the shows that's already on these platforms right there very important all right you can listen to listen to these episodes on any of these audio streaming platforms including am fm no excuse me anchor.fm and of course, you know, Spotify, iHeartRadio, and all that other jazz stuff. So there you go, right there. Um, yeah, man. Um, like I always say at the end of the show, um, like I always say at the end of the show, um, the grind doesn't stop, hard work pays off. Um, trust the process because Rome in New York was not built in a day. Um, and also, you know, do do um, what you love that makes you happy mentally, physically, and spiritually. And of course, you know, find your voice. Um, also, make sure you find something that clicks to you. And be on your P's and Q's with consistency confidence in your craft and and you know get in your zone all right so there you go right there man that's gonna do it for me i'm g money stacks thank you very much for listening and tuning in and rock with me i appreciate every single one of you especially those outside the u.s especially those that's um that's in the usa canada Long Island, aka Strong Island, plus the five boroughs of New York City. I'll catch y'all in the next episode. Next time, same place, 
same man cave bat channel same time same place and don't be don't be don't be late be there or be squared all right i'm out of here i'm off this shit thank you very much peace and one love and i hope you um enjoy yourselves with the list of events that's happening through the through the weekend of august 5th to the 7th and don't forget to gps these locations for the people that's in new jersey and the people that's in california and and also new york so in case you miss any of the episodes in case you missed the locations that I just mentioned for the weekend of fun activities, excuse me, fun activities, you can all you can listen to this episode over after um, after this is um, off the air and recorded. So there you go, right there. Um, yeah. So peace and one love. Enjoy yourselves the rest of your friday night and have yourselves a good weekend and have yourselves a good night folks Listen, folks, if you like what you heard, I need your help on a couple things. If you like to support Off the Meat Rack Chains New York podcast, you can show some love by following the show on Facebook and Instagram with the same name at Off the Meat Rack Chains NY Podcast, O-F-F-T-H-E-M-E-A-T-R-A-C-K-C-H-A-I-N-Z. N-Y-P-O-D-C-A-S-T. Alongside with my primary Instagram handle, GMoneyStacks555 in Queens, New York. And go to the YouTube channel, GMoneyStacks555. Be sure to click the subscribe button. Grab the notification bell so you can be reminded on when the show goes in the air live via live stream. More video content, upcoming episodes, Previous episodes that will automatically be posted after the recordings. Like, comment on the episodes with the topics, share the videos, download your favorite episodes, rate, spread the word to a friend, to other individuals. 
please be sure to share the podcast with audio streaming choices to your friends. The audio streaming services includes Anchor, Audio Burst, Breaker, Deezer, Listen Notes, Player FM, Pocket Cast, Podbay, Podfriend, Podcast Addict, Podorama, Podchaser, Reason FM, Spotify, Stitcher, TuneIn Radio, Google Podcasts, Amazon Music, iHeartRadio, and YouTube. I'm G Money Stacks, and thank you, listeners and watchers, for tuning into the podcast. One love.